0: DNVR Broncos live, coming to you from Studio A here at the DNVR Bar. And the A stands for? Almost a win. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> almost? Almost. I don't know
1: about almost.
2: What do you mean? What are you talking about? I mean, about? at one
1: point in the fourth quarter, they got to, like, a 23% chance of winning.
2: Better than what? What What did it get to? They had the ball you... down six.
1: Yeah, but again, like, almost win. Like, they played a competitive football game. Let's. I feel like if you played a competitive
2: football game, then you could almost win at some
1: point. Uh, If that's true, then eighty percent of games, the losing team almost wins. Man, the Broncos pretty much almost won every
0: one of their (laughs) games this year.
1: Sure. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Another (laughs) almost win. Hank Hank the hater.
2: (laughs) I mean that that is that is kind of a theme of the Broncos is almost winning. We we heard Russell Wilson earlier in the season say almost touchdowns. We've had a lot of almost here, Mm -hmm. Um, and. I think one thing we can say is not almost a winning record, but hey, it was a it was a fun game yesterday. And I would like to
0: say I did not almost forget to say we are presented by DraftKings wow. not Sportsbook. Know. DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook where you can get in on all the best odds boosts, all the best promotions and $150 when you bet $5 on any money line right now. It's a great deal. Use the code DNVR.
2: Damn, and Eamon Just coming right for Hank says uh Hank put too much salt oh. in his <sighs> haterade this morning. Wow. That's me. <laughs> Uh, salt, that would
0: be a big spice for Hank to add to his food.
1: Oh. I do like salt. I do like salt. Not big pepper, fan salt. Pepper too much. No, pepper's good. Oh, pepper's, pepper's
2: good. Okay. Anything beyond that Salt, just pepper, kind of pointless. and mayo sandwich. You know, my Ooh. fiance gives me a lot of crap for uh, not being able to handle heat, but she loves pepper, and so she'll just dump pepper in things, and it'll just make me cough like crazy, and she, and she gives me crap. She's like, you can't even handle pepper. Yeah, pepper is... Wow.
0: I don't really like the flavor of pepper. Mm. Weird. Like, I would just rather have something that's actually spicy.
1: Well, it's not meant to be spicy. Right. I know. That's it's what mean, I, <laughs> it's meant to be spicy. What is its sp- uh, E? Like it, obviously it <laughs> yeah. should be
0: added when you're cooking, but like I wouldn't I wouldn't add it afterwards. I would like add on something some else. Well,
1: you just always put spicy things on everything. Yes. So correct. like you wouldn't put on the eggs, you just put the So that's that's the, the pepper thing. I want is
0: like cayenne pepper. <laughs>
1: sure. There's a time and a place for it. Chipotle pepper.
2: Jerry Judy had a little cayenne pepper to his game yesterday. He, he sure it did. was hot. He sure he did. did. The more I watch that the more I think he should have been ejected. He should have. He should yeah. have. <laughs> yep. And and so you know what? We give officials, I should say fans give officials so much crap all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe give this guy a little bit of, of, of a break. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, he literally saved us from the Broncos losing like 50 to zero. <laughs> it's so true because Jerry, it's not like Jerry turned around and just ran into him. Jerry was he just was walking yeah. that beelined direction. Him. Yes. I didn't he realize that him. last and night. And it gave him the shoulder.
0: And and the ref, I don't want to give him too much credit. Okay, okay. Because we'll I think he there. didn't see. Yeah. Like he didn't see that Jerry was going uh, right for him. Yep. He was looking somewhere else, and then Jerry just runs into him. Maybe the ref thought it was unintentional. Yep. And the ref, th- I mm-hmm. I think the ref thought, oh, you know, I just got caught up in the mix. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, good. Yes, you did, sir. So lucky. <laughs> it really
0: is. Imagine the conversation, oh. like instead of talking about is Jerry Judy wide receiver one last night, we are talking about like Jerry Judy. Lost is cool. Classic maturity issue. Yep. Ejected from <laughs> the game. Is he on, a part of this team's future?
2: And then on top of that, mm-hmm. look at how selfish that was where he was the only receiver that the Broncos had. I mean, that, then you're turning to yes. Kendall Hinton, Brandon Johnson, yep. Jalen Kendall Virgil. Hinton was hurt too. And yes, Brandon exactly. Johnson. So, oh my gosh. So you're talking about Jalen. You're bringing Albert O. off the bench. He's getting his only snap of the yep. g- snaps of the game after that. And, and you're just talking about, yeah, immaturity issues there. Didn't they say Albert O. might play? Um, yeah, and he was active. He was active for the first time since week five. Just didn't play. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, in practice yesterday, something we're not really allowed to say before the game. Last week, you mean? Uh, yeah. Last week, he was act- he was very involved in the Broncos mm-hmm. offense. What happened? No idea. And it makes so, so much weird. sense. It's like you don't have any big receivers. Uh, and you have Greg Dulcich, but you can have Greg Dulcich and Albert Ola on the field at the same time. Just have him be a big receiver. And that's exactly the role mm-hmm. I thought they were going to use him in.
1: You're getting to the point where it makes sense. Like when you're down this many receivers, right, right. like it seems like it'd be worth a try. Like why not? It could turn out like uh, Luke Wattenberg, who well. we can get to later. But 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 it could also like you just gotta try something.
2: I just I, there must just be something else going on because Alberto. Yes, I'm not lining him up to block in any situation. Yeah, but I'm lining him out wide where he doesn't need to block, <laughs> and it's not really tipping what you're going to do because he's out wide. Yeah, it's the brothers
0: didn't really pretend to run on i don't know 60 percent of snaps yeah yesterday yeah so you know if you get them in for 20 percent of those yeah. like they were very clearly just like okay we can't like the run game isn't yep. really our thing today we're gonna need to make up obviously they're down 27 to zero yep. um so no one was really all that worried about the run game no i do think there's something else going on um and I don't really know what it would be because has always struck me as like a really yes. gracious person. Yeah. yeah, it's
2: like complete. Maybe he put like cayenne pepper too much in like a coach's food or something. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah,
0: I don't know. He went to uh,
2: Los Dos Portrios, so like he that's can handle true. the heat. That's true. We don't know about Justin Outen though. That is true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I don't know if they closed the deal there.
0: <sighs> so I guess the question is, building block or fluke? Because mm. I can see both sides of this coin Ah. um i am just generally wired to see building block more than fluke you don't say um (laughs) but you have to acknowledge that games change based on the way that they happen um you know i was joking with you when we walked in you're like how about Herbert? And I was like, got outscored by the Broncos <laughs> yesterday. You know, like, it's true. I'm obviously no in that situation. It's just a different game. Close games are going to have less points scored um, than you know a game like that where yeah. like, good on the Broncos, right? They found a way to jumpstart what could have been the most embarrassing loss in franchise history. Yep. Yep. I legitimately thought we were headed towards that. Yep.
1: Who didn't? Yeah. Yep. I mean they had the ball at midfield up twenty seven to zero before. In the half. first half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: it's funny. About midway through the second quarter, Hank looks at me during the game and says, This is gonna be twenty one to zero at halftime. Two minutes later, this is gonna be twenty eight to zero at halftime. Yeah. Right before the Broncos got the turnover, yeah. uh, the first Josie pick, he says, This is gonna be thirty four to zero at halftime.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was headed towards disaster. So they deserve a lot of credit. Uh, mm-hmm. for picking themselves up off the mat and fighting back, yeah, mm-hmm. but it does change, it, just the approach changes, uh, for the other team when yeah. they're up 27 yeah. to zero. So, I don't want to ignore that entirely. That being said, I go building block because there was literally nothing like they were building on an empty lot, yeah. So mm-hmm was it absolutely nothing or was that the first brick uh of the of the foundation and i think it was a brick i don't think it was a foundation right. but i think they laid a brick down and said okay look, jerry judy can get himself open as a w- number one receiver in in the red zone um, russ when you run a little bit more you can create mm. plays you know you can open up this offense you can also open yourself up to being knocked out of the game which sucks yeah. Yeah. um but there's just little things there this team needed anything and i think the fan base in a lot of situations is a reflection of the team and we talk, i talked to someone who's in the locker room last night who said the vibes in the locker room weren't all that bad nope no. which is kind of annoying and sad but if touch, you know you say winning cures everything touchdowns don't cure everything, but they clearly cure some things. Um, So to me, it is a building block while acknowledging it wasn't some spectacular offensive performance. It was a great response to being knocked flat on your back in the ring and standing up and fighting back.
2: And, And what sucks is expectations for this team have changed so drastically in the past 10 years, in the past seven years where seven, 10 years ago, where, where the conversation is, how did Peyton not, Manning not beat the Chiefs by, you know, mm-hmm. 17 or more yeah. instead of, you know, having a moral we victory? Alex Smith keep
0: this exactly. thing Exactly. Ten
2: years mm-hmm. ago, moral victories were, were non-existent here. But things have changed so much because going back to that house reference and building, the Broncos had a, a beautiful mansion then. So you're just adding one block? Well, that's nothing uh, for what the Broncos are now. But to answer this question, you want the bad news or the good news first? Um, good news. No, I'm going to give you the bad news first. (laughs) uh, Yeah, well, I thought you were going to help me out here and always get the bad news out of the way first. Uh, The bad news is this was a fluke. Uh, When when you look at this team, they scored 21 points in four minutes uh, of game time. Four minutes, 21 points. You love to see that explosion, something that you never see from the Broncos offense. But for the rest of the 55 minutes, and you know what? I'll take uh, uh, Russ got injured with 12 minutes Mm -hmm. left, so I'll put that in there. The other 45 minutes of the game, though, not much in in terms of points. Uh, And so not much to look at there. And then you look and you say, okay, they had a great four minutes of scoring compared to 12 other games when they've been able to yeah. do nothing. So you look in, in, in a small microcosm, and it, that is a fluke. That's not something where I think the Broncos' offense is now going to be changed in these next four games. But the good news is this can be a building block, I think, off the field, and I think that may be just as important for yes. this team because you saw hope. You saw players fighting. The Broncos could have easily uh, mailed it in before this game. And it looked like they maybe had it at the beginning, but then especially since this was a nine and three team going up against a three and nine mm-hmm. team, and then you get down twenty-seven to zero, it would have been so easy to roll over and say, We're done. And they didn't do that. Thank God they and didn't. And so, yeah, thank God they didn't. This shows that they're playing for themselves. This shows that they're playing for Nathaniel Hackett. This shows that they're playing for Russell Wilson. And honestly, these final four games, I think that's more important of Nathaniel Hackett hasn't lost the locker room. Russell Wilson, boy, was there incredible praise for him in the locker room after the game for what he did. So I think that is a building block. And where the Broncos are at, it's probably more important than the final month.
1: Yeah, there's really two positives I take away. The first one is just that like fans don't hate the Broncos as much now. I think before yeah. this game, they really hated these Broncos. Mm-hmm. Like hated them, hated them, hated them. Because they like fought back and looked scrappy and like they cared. I think that that won a bunch of the fan base back over. I think, the, I think Russell's run that knocked him out of the game, I think that won a bunch of fans over too. And not necessarily to the point where they say, hey, maybe things aren't so bad, but to the point where it's like, eh, we suck, but I don't hate you. Yeah. I, do, I don't hate you anymore. Yeah. And so I think that that's the big thing, is just showing a little bit of effort down 27-0. to zero. That's a good thing. You know, that was, that was one of my uh, whiteboard Wednesdays. Just toughen up. You know, when when you wind up being embarrassed because things were going to go poorly in that game, what do you do? They did what they needed to do. They made it a competitive football game, which is I mean, that's a step in the right direction for this team, as sad as that is just playing a competitive football game. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing that I take away as a positive was Russ extending plays. He did a really good job extending plays. Um, He didn't do a great job of turning those into good plays. There were some that he did, but there were others. You know, the, the, the first play of the game, the bomb to Dulcich, where Jerry Judy's just staying there at the sticks. Great job by Russ to give, give himself an opportunity to, to throw that ball. Doesn't do the right thing with it. Yeah. I think it was the, the next drive, there's a third and, third and 15. And he does the same thing. He gets to the sideline. He's at the line of scrimmage. He's got no one near him. He could stand there for three seconds and find somebody open. And instead, he just takes off and runs for 11 yards on third and 15. So there's some of that sort of stuff. But just seeing him move a little bit was a positive, too.
0: Yeah. And, you know, y- you mentioned about fighting. Um, and there, was, our friend Zach By tweeted out something along the lines of, like, Patrick Mahomes has been experimenting against the Broncos for years as if they're some sort of test mice. Oh, boy. And that, like... Reading that hurt.
2: Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. 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 We even saw it in the game yesterday. Mm-hmm.
0: And I really appreciate the Broncos uh, for punching back and saying, yep. earmuffs, like, you don't get to just fuck around against us Yeah. Yep, or yep, else yep. you're going to find out. And yep. he almost found out. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just hope that the next time that they go out there, which is only in a few weeks, Patrick Mahomes isn't just going to be like, yeah, I can do whatever I want against this team.
2: Mm. Or do I, three picks. Uh, I, yeah, that's, yeah. I hope he tries that though, because that, yeah, they get yeah. the Broncos, but you're right. Not having that mentality. Yeah. And, uh, Andy Reid, after the game, started his post uh, his uh, post game press conference by giving credit to Nathaniel Hackett for what he's building in Denver, and 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 you know building saying block. that yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said there's one building block there. They still have a whole house <laughs> yep. to build, but there's one building block. And he said, you know, those guys uh, were down 27 to zero. They kept fighting. Mm-hmm. They were without their first string quarterback, and they still kept fighting. I get I give them and him a lot of credit for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh it's a weird game to try to assess. Yeah. Because yep. you have to acknowledge the fact that it it's not a normal football game. Like they didn't yep. just go out there and score 28 points in normal fashion. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right. They did it in a heroic comeback effort.
2: So then, mm-hmm. oh, sorry.
0: No, and, and I I I'm kind of repeating myself, but I just I think what Henry said, you know, the off the field stuff matters. Yep. Um and I don't think it's just with the fans. I also think it's with the players. Yep. Yeah, Like, I think that Russ, you know, we talked about that. We joked about the Teddy Bridgewater thing. Like, yeah. he dove on the play where that earns you like a just a little gold star. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, laying your body on the line, I wish it hadn't knocked him out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could have seen what, what happened. But I think that also earns you some respect within the players who whether you believe all of the reporting about it or not like there's certainly some players who didn't respect Russell Wilson i think the dude doing anything and selling out like that to try and score Wins over some people and mm-hmm. says like, "Oh, this guy isn't just about vacationing in Monaco. Like right. he's about winning mm-hmm. football games."
2: Right, exactly. More, more so. One of us out yes. there when he's laying it out all on the line, especially for the defensive guys and the offensive linemen that are blocking for him every single play. Uh, and then the fact that Russ got up and then tried to stay in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, now maybe that's scary, just because it shows maybe how banged up he was from mm-hmm. that yeah. players respected though. yes a- Trying absolutely to strap the
1: shoe too yes like, oh, yeah four tries
2: yeah yeah um but it, it was i think that was a huge thing for this team really good that the team hasn't given mm-hmm. up on nathaniel hackett and then really bought in i think to russell wilson last night so my question for you guys is do you feel better and how much better if so do you feel about this team now than you did Friday afternoon and I want to hear your answers but first I got to tell you about our friends over at game time because you might want to now see a Broncos game in person now scoring you're like man I could go to a game next week and see them score 20 points hell yeah sign me up for that and there is a game next week they're playing the Cardinals in Denver and I'll tell you what before the game yesterday tickets over at game time were in the 40s now I don't know if they're going to go up a little bit because of the performance last week or if they're going to continue to go down so if you want to get in maybe wait till the end of the week prices may continue to go down especially if Russ mm-hmm. doesn't play this week but it's it's awesome to go to a game especially if, if, it's, if it's tough to pull off when the Broncos are competitive this is a great time to get in I believe the weather is not going to be as nice as it was yesterday but still in the 30s and you can get the best tickets over at game time click on the link in our description It's the first one there on YouTube. It's also the first one on the podcast site. Uh, Allie's showing you right now. If you click on it, it pulls you right up to the Broncos tickets. The Cardinals game will be right up top. And the awesome thing about game time is they show you what the price is with all the fees included. They have flash sales going on, and I love it that you can just see exactly where you're seated. So make sure to click on the link in our description to pull up game time and get to not just Broncos games. You can go to Avs uh, Nuggets games as well. So check them out.
1: And also check out some liquid death. Uh, it's very important to hydrate yourself. Um, none of us have liquid death today, but we should. I do have water. You do have water. <laughs> How's that going?
0: I wish it was liquid death mountain water. Ah, yeah, I, I bet. It's because thirst.
1: No. You're still thirsty?
0: I am, yeah. <laughs> wow. So there you go.
1: If you drink that water, you're still going to be thirsty. If you slaughter your thirst with liquid death, then you'll not be thirsty. Uh, they have all sorts of different kinds of water. They have the severed lime sparkling water. Um, They've got just the normal mountain water. So much good stuff. And you can uh, check Liquid Death out at your local Safeway, 7-Eleven, King Supers, and a bunch of other places. You can use their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash DMVR. That's liquiddeath.com slash DMVR.
0: All right. Also check us out here at DMVR. Uh, If you're going to make it, to the Cardinals game. You got to come check out our tailgate. Um, Vibes were amazing at the tailgate yesterday. Yeah, they were. And then even more amazing was the vibes downstairs at the bar (laughs) after the bus got back. Like, everyone having a good time watching Sunday Night Football. Uh, It's a great time, Uh, and I truly believe it's the best way anyone, but especially if you're coming in from out of town, the best way you can experience a Broncos game is to come here in the morning, hop on the bus, hit up the tailgate, go to the game, get back on the bus, come back here for Sunday Night Football. that is how you make an event Mm -hmm. out of your uh, Broncos experience. So check us out. Uh, And you can get tickets to the tailgates at dnvr.eventbrite.com.
2: And just shout out to everyone that was at the tailgate that was here after the game got to hang out with you guys. It's so cool because some people come with their families from out of state. Some people live here and come. And then there's some people that just come to the game by themselves. And they know they have this community. And they're just like, it, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I just have friends built in here. And that's really what we got to experience at every tailgate, but specifically yesterday. So shout out to everyone. All right, guys. You feel better or worse about this team? Way better. Mm. Me too. I'm right there. <laughs> oh, wow. Way better. Henry, you, you're kind of throwing. Yeah, thrown I, feel a bit okay. I feel a little
1: bit better. I feel a little bit better. It's It's not so much that I feel better as much as it was just fun to watch, which was like a nice change of pace. About the team though, like a little bit better. You have to feel a little bit better. Yeah. But I don't I don't have any big changes of heart or anything. Like that again, it's it's nice that they put up 28 points, but you also look at it and points per drive would have been 11th in the NFL compared to the rest of the season. Yards per drive would have been dead last in the NFL. So you still have stuff like that. I think that a lot of it does have to do with three interceptions from Mahomes. I was gonna say yeah, you give,
0: starting with good field position. Yep.
1: yep. Or I mean there were some three and outs in there too. Um, and some backwards drives. um but yeah, I mean, you have to give credit to the defense for jumping those passes and giving themselves a, a chance. but yeah, I mean it's it's still a loss like it I know it feels like a win because they were able to to make it competitive, but yeah, like the six point margin of of loss that would be the the fifth largest or yeah, fifth largest deficit in the ten chiefs losses. like it's a pretty average chief's win right there and that is a step in the, in the right direction. I don't come into this saying like, oh, yeah, there they go. They finally have it all together.
2: No, that's, that's a fair perspective there, Henry. <laughs> yep. And in terms of the offense, they've had a negative DVOA in every single game, mm-hmm. including yesterday, yeah. be, because they were really helped out with Mahomes' interceptions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It wasn't like now we're expecting this offense to be top 10 and be putting yep. up 28 points per game. But for me like it like you guys said it, it in the locker room talking to people and after the game there was a spirit with among the players and coaches that just really hasn't been there this season yeah
0: they literally realized we can score points yeah like sure <laughs> yep. do they need help yes but how many times have we seen them get help this year and absolutely fall flat on their face yeah um it's been unbelievable how many mm-hmm. times it's happened you get the ball in the 30 you end up kicking a field goal from the 31 <laughs> you know like yeah so the fact that they were able to get those opportunities and mm-hmm. move forward and finish them in the end zone was huge for me uh and i really just keep going back to this jerry judy thing like i don't know how it took them this long to realize this but like jerry judy can get himself open in tight spaces mm-hmm. where is the field tighter than in the red zone yeah mm-hmm. um and so i like this was like a an epiphany that I feel like should have happened, I don't know, the first day he ever came to a Broncos practice. But <laughs> we're now 3 years in. Now we can start to use him in that way. Like I said yesterday, use those Cooper Cup concepts yeah. to allow him to free himself up in those tight spaces depending on, you know, what what um
2: coverage you're getting, but Three touchdowns in a game is big time. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. a coincidence that he all of a sudden had a breakout game. With Cortland Sutton out this Mm -hmm. week, they changed him to Cortland Sutton's position. And so now it... Took him long enough Mm -hmm. to do it, but now don't mess with it. If Cortland Sutton plays, you know what? Jerry Judy's still that guy. He's still your number one receiver. He's that guy that you need to say, okay, here you go. You got one-on-one coverage. Make a play. Because there was a chart Mm -hmm. that came out last week that said, not only was Jerry Judy the best at separation among man coverage, it was by far, he's by Mm -hmm. far and away the best. Now, when it came to zone coverage, he was... Uh, not that good yeah. but man-to-man coverage when you identify that russ mm-hmm. or brett rippon this week you need to say we're changing the play and this ball's going to jerry judy jerry judy finished with what was it six catches yesterday i mean he eight, didn't seven, have that uh, seven oh, yeah. eight uh it wasn't that many catches wasn't that many yards yep. he should be getting now double digit targets every single mm-hmm. game in the final four games
0: yeah and hopefully the matchup helps Cortland too Right, like it would be another thing that's like it took you this long to figure this out. Right, like you were scoring ten points a game and you didn't try think to try (laughs) something like this. Um, But you know, you know, hopefully he gets a couple better looks because Mm -hmm. of it, Uh, and it's harder for them to bracket him and those sort of things that you know I felt like slowed down the Broncos' offense a lot. The first couple weeks they were like, oh, we're gonna take these Cortland one-on-one matchups all day long. It Mm -hmm. worked a couple times. Now other teams said, okay, well we're gonna take that away and hopefully flipping the field on them a little bit allows both of those players to succeed.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And I mean, you mentioned flipping the field. Um, it's not like the Broncos played a perfect game. They were far <laughs> from it. I mean, getting down 27-0, yeah. to zero, that is the offense doing terrible. That is the defense mm-hmm. doing terrible. Uh, and now in the second half, the Broncos defense only gives up seven points, mm-hmm. does a really good job. The Broncos actually come out of the third quarter and do really well. Uh, get a touchdown, Marlon mm-hmm. Mack. Shout yep. out to him. I mean, he hasn't played any time. And then he takes that one to the yep. house. Best
0: stumble recovery I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. Nobody touched it,
2: was him. Am- it was amazing. How did he
0: stumble? I still
1: can't believe that.
2: Eric Decker. He was trying to the run too fast. Yeah, he was yeah, trying to run he, too fast. He was, and it was funny after the game. He he said, uh, you know, I I knew I was gonna I, w- I was gonna have to dive, and I just had to make it like a couple yards away from the end zone to make it. <laughs> I mean, it was super uh, impressive. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like he also could have just fallen and just rolled in because, mm-hmm. like Henry said, right. he wasn't <laughs> That would have been incredible. Yeah. But. I, I was like, how did he do that? Like, when he started stumbling on the 20, I was <laughs> yeah. like, he's going to fall on the oh. one, and uh, the Broncos are oh going boy. to not punch this oh in. Oh, my yep.
2: gosh. That was key that they got it in. But then special teams. I mean, we're talking about a 23-yard net punt in one point of the game is what Corliss had. Special teams also wasn't great, and I think that's kind of another encouraging thing from mm. this. The Broncos didn't play a perfect game and come up <laughs> six-point shot on the Chiefs. Yep. The Broncos played a really bad game at times Mm -hmm. in the game, and they still were able to claw themselves way back. And I think that shows that the talent that is here on the team. It's not amazing, Mm -hmm. but there is talent here because you're also dealing with pretty much an entire backup offensive line. You're dealing with practice squad running backs, especially when Mike Boone went out.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I keep thinking, like, could they have won that game if Russ doesn't throw the pick six? And, like, I just don't think the answer is yes. Um
2: but wait, you were telling us if Russ didn't get hurt uh,
0: that I think the answer is oh. yes uh, but I think like if you take away that seven points and now you're just down twenty to zero, I think it just changes the course of the game and mm. mm-hmm. it's not as simple as just like oh, now you win by one right you know what right, I mean right right um so I think there's a much greater chance of them winning with Russ on the field on that last Brett rip and drive than there is you know, if you try to change something early in the game like you needed the three picks. You really yeah. did. You More than anything else. And you yep. needed Marlon Mack to... I mean,
1: they were just overdue for... Uh, all credit to Marlon, and it's a good play call to get him in space. It's also right like... Occasionally, you wind up with a bunch of space, and a guy mm-hmm. breaks... it's of course. You know, it, it. it's it's not like they ground their way down the field, and everybody's making plays. It's like they, there is a little bit of luck there. And again, they, they've had such bad luck all year. Of course they were going to get... Not, not of course... Sometimes you are going to get those good breaks. Like you're going to get a lane to run, and Marlon Mack takes advantage of it. Like, you know, the the fourth and seven, they decide to go for it. at The the fourth and goal from the seven, and Jerry's right there, and Brett hits him. Where in the past, they missed all of those. I do think they got some better bounces this time around, which helped them. And I think if they had been getting better bounces all season... We might be sitting here talking about a team that has five, six wins instead of a team that has three.
2: But I, I don't even know. It's not like there were bounces that, that went their way as opposed to not. I mean, like uh, Greg Dulcich had
0: a ball hit off his face that bounced up in the air and then he caught it.
1: Yeah. That was a literal bounce.
2: <laughs> a yeah, literal I, mean, bounce. I, I guess the Chiefs, instead of mm-hmm. having the ball go off his face mask, could have. Uh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. But but again, it wasn't a perfect mm-hmm. game. It's no, not no, like no, no, Everything no. went the Broncos way here. So there was a little margin for error. Mm-hmm. But Henry, you, you mentioned something in the first segment that, that I really mm-hmm. want to touch on even more is Russ's ability to move. Yeah. I think it's really mm-hmm. improved the past two weeks. And that's just a huge mm-hmm. piece to yesterday's game. He doesn't have to. He shouldn't be the Broncos' leading rusher. But his ability to take off, he had two significant runs uh, on two of the four scoring drives the Broncos had. Now, Russ is typically really good at not getting hit hard. And I think this was just he got caught up in the moment of potentially out. being uh, the, being part of the Broncos' biggest comeback in franchise history down 27-0. to 0, And he sold out. And he's not going to do that often, though. I mean, we saw it on these other mm-hmm. runs. He's sliding down. He's not getting hit hard. That's something we need to see more of. Is Russ not being afraid to take off? Because mm-hmm. when he just is sitting in the pocket— trying to be a pocket passer. They tried that the first 10 weeks of the season. That's not who Russ is. Russ can't be worried about playing 10 to 12 years and changing his style. He needs to be worried about making it through this contract, making it through the first guaranteed years part of this contract, not being talked about by people around the country and in Denver about how can the Broncos dump him after this season. He needs to be focused on doing what wins him games now, and that is using his legs. Tough
1: part, though, is he takes the hit. And now you don't get him for the comeback at the end. You d- you don't get him this week.
0: I he has to be able to run without taking hits.
2: True. And he's typically really good at that though.
0: Typically. Yeah. But but again the the other time he got injured error. this season the shoulder was also him running and he tried to extend the ball to get a first down mm-hmm. and you know popped his AC joint. So, um it's like it's a catch 22 yep. because and it, it's the it's this is a debate that's been going on in football for 50 years. Yep. You know, can your, quarter, can your quarterback stay healthy while being a guy who needs to get out of the pocket and run? Um, and, you know, even some of the guys who are good at it still end up getting hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's... I agree. He has to be able to get out mm-hmm. of the pocket. He also just has to slide down. Like, he could have got that first down and yeah. slid, but he wanted the touchdown. So it's just like turning that little switch in your head. That's like, okay, I, I'm too small to take massive hits from huge nfl players
2: and it's just crazy that the moment of being three and nine and i think it was him wanting to to really show his teammates and i do think that was a big moment for him and if he does get this thing turned around specifically next year and the year after we could be pointing to this moment saying that's kind of when the locker room really bought it
1: i mean we could really be talking about this moment all offseason just because who knows when we're gonna see russ on the field again you know, when you take a hit like that and you get a little woozy, like he's not going to play this week. Who knows if he plays the week after? I'd honestly be a little bit tempted to sit him against the Chiefs after that, and just you know, you you have a pretty positive moment to go in the off season with. Maybe bring him back for that Charger game, see if he can get the win. And that's that's just assuming he can go at that point too.
0: The yeah, I feel differently about this. Okay, I think the only thing that's going to keep him off the field this week is the Tua situation. Like basically, the NFL is. Very cautious over these things now, and they're going to encourage the Broncos to not play
2: him. Well, and, and I, I don't think, think they have I, a choice. I think right? it's even more no. They, well, they if do, he clears they do protocol, he could play. Yeah, and can, he, can you clear in less yes, than a week? Yes, you okay. can. You you, still, one you you still can. Oh yeah,
0: you actually still can. I think they changed it now that you can't clear it from Sunday to Thursday.
2: Yes, yes, you're right on that. He can clear protocol, and that's the only thing that's going to keep him out this week. If he clears protocol. He is going to be playing because Russ Mm -hmm. is a guy that always wants to play. That injury he had on his thumb last year, what was it? It was a four to six week recovery time. He came back in three weeks. Yesterday, Mm -hmm. when he's walking off the field, he goes in the huddle. He doesn't want to leave the game. Russ is a really, really tough dude, and he's going to do everything to not miss a game. That's why he didn't miss a game in his first nine seasons in the NFL. And also... Nathaniel Hackett's fighting for his job. George Payton uh, may be on the hot seat as well. They True. want Russ to play. So I think if he passes concussion protocol, even if he doesn't practice at all this week, he's the Broncos' starting quarterback this week. So, Henry, I see what you mean about maybe having this good good taste in your mm-hmm. mouth going into the offseason, but that's just not how they're going to view it. They're going to say, we need to win every single game that we can.
0: Yeah, I think a higher
2: power is going to tell the broncos they can't play russ well then that higher power is going to have to i believe tell the independent neurological consultant that russ has not passed the protocol
0: that you say that like it would be a
2: surprise it would not surprise me no i (laughs) I, i'm not but i think that's what would have to happen um Mm -hmm. i would be blown away if russ plays and he's passed the pro or if russ doesn't play and he's passed the protocol
0: yeah i mean i Whatever it takes, sure. I don't think he's going to play this week. Um, and I also agree with you that he would play, he would do whatever he could to play. Um, really quick, especially because of this visual that they keep showing. Yeah, How do you guys feel about them showing the zoom in view of Russ being like knocked out cold over and over again on every highlight show
2: yeah that i'm surprised that they're doing that me too Um, i thought actually that clip was going to be very hard to find because i didn't see that in now it looked like he was you know out cold from 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 Mm -hmm. very far away but i didn't see it on the the tv copy until i get home and i'm like okay let me just see if i and then it was everywhere and i was surprised by that
1: yeah it is surprising i mean it's also the nfl though like sure they want to cover that stuff up But you always see the clips of the broken legs and all that stuff all around Twitter. I think because it isn't anything that's just like blatantly gory. Like there's still just like the weird aspect of it being a head injury that just isn't as graphic. And so it's like, how bad is it? Look, there's a lump on his head and his eyes glazed over. So I'm not, I'm not super passed
2: out on the field. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I I thought it was really weird and kind of gross. It's gross. Like on the on the broadcast, I think you know I understand like. Whoever's on the camera mm-hmm. duty is trying to get the shot and all that stuff. Yeah, But like I saw it like four times on the news. They played yeah. it over yeah. and over yeah. again. Yeah. They showed it on Sports Center. I'm like, yeah. what are, why are
2: we doing this? It's such a – I don't like it. So I went, when I went back and watched the broadcast, they obviously – initially, you see Russ is, mm-hmm. is out cold. But then they immediately flipped to just fans in the stands. And I was like, oh, yeah. that was intentional to get yeah. it away from that. And then they go back to it. But at first I was like, I'm not going to see this again because they sh- shot to the fans just to get away from what, yeah. what could be a really bad situation. And then so, I mean, to your point, Ryan, you have Russ knocked out cold that everyone saw. And then you have him just with this the, uh, golf ball in his head. You have yeah. that visual too. So the visuals certainly don't point to Russ playing this week. But we mm-hmm. also know that visuals don't necessarily uh, keep players off the field in the NFL. It'll be True. interesting to follow. It will. Um
0: And Henry's also right that it could be a you never know with concussions yeah Yeah. they're completely unpredictable um Mm -hmm. and you know we saw it was teddy last year right he missed the last two or three games of the season
2: with a concussion With the Mm -hmm. second one of the season yeah so you know on average it takes
1: nine days to clear protocol interesting yeah
2: curious what it is with starting quarterbacks true I bet it's less I bet you You're right. And, and that's very unfortunate and, and I really wish that wasn't the case but uh I just wouldn't be surprised to see him uh and you know mm-hmm. what I'm really surprised that though our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook have lines up on the Broncos game. They have the overs up. They have the lines up. I was just surprised because Russ's uncertainty. Broncos, do you guys know the line? Or do you not want me to ruin it? for? (coughs) No, you're fine. Guess guess, guess what the line is. Broncos hosting the Cardinals, who play tonight, by the way. So they're going to be on a short week, and we don't know what they're going to look like tonight. Guess what the opening line is over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Broncos by
0: two? Broncos by three
2: cardinals by one yeah mm. yeah so you can get some juice so over they're on the definitely broncos. leaning against russ playing exactly yeah they're yeah. saying that russ isn't going to play and how about that with a backup quarterback broncos are only one point dogs
0: over under 37 37 henry i would take the under so i'll
1: say. 36 and a half.
2: 36 and a half. I can't go
1: any lower than that though.
2: Well, when I get into my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week, I feel more confident about it now than I did with you guys saying that. But wow. you can get in wow. on all of these bets, including <coughs> tonight's game, really quick. Who do you guys have? Uh Patriots minus two and a half going into Arizona to play the Cardinals. Is Kyler playing? I think so. I don't know. Okay. I'll take the cards. Uh yeah.
1: it's Bill Belichick versus Cliff Kingsbury. I got to take the pats in that one.
2: Yeah. Give me the Patriots as well. And you can get in on all of this over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR when you sign up. New users will get $150 free dollars in their account if they place a $5 money line bet on any NFL team. And if that team wins, you get $150 free dollars in your account, plus any winnings that you got from that bet as well. So check them out. Use code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook and make sure to see our show notes for details. And guys, I teed it up. The DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week this week. This one makes me uncomfortable, but you know what? Sometimes uncomfortable is the right way to go. Always. I'm going with the under again on the Broncos because while they did hit the over, it was only the second time they've done it. Under is still 11-2 and two on the season, and you guys put the over under at 36.5 and 37.5. Yep. And right now, it's 39. Mm. So I'm taking the under here. However... What scares me isn't just the Broncos being 11-2 and two in the unders. Mm-hmm. You know, going into tonight's game, the Arizona Cardinals have the worst defense in the NFL. Under Vance Joseph, wow. the worst defense, giving up almost 27 <coughs> points per Yikes. game. So if there's ever going to be two weeks where the Broncos can put up 24, 25, 26, 28 points in back-to-back weeks, it would be this week. However, I did say it was a fluke earlier, so I'm not buying into it yet. Still give me the under here. Mm-hmm. I think the Broncos defense also takes care of Kyler.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a good call. I'll give something out. I'll, I'll take the Cardinals money line minus one twenty. I oh. think it's ripping. I think it's ripping. Okay. And because of that, it's. I'm, I want to make the bet now before it's official because then yeah. that might go to minus one ninety. You know.
2: Yep, I agree. Hmm. I um, agree in terms of that line. I think it will yep. only go in the Cardinals' favor more if 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 uh, yep. Russ is out.
0: Give me, uh, Argentina money oh, wow. line against Croatia uh tomorrow in the semifinals, um what are we looking at what are the odds there minus 115
2: oh nice um mm-hmm.
0: croatia though, the reason why it is that way is croatia is really good at just kind trying to force the game uh into extra time and then you know hope, their goal would probably be to get to penalty kicks right um and money line you don't win
2: that has to when be regulation
0: yeah so this is the regular time money line yeah um my thing is like this is a classic cinderella run cinderella runs usually come to an end in the final four uh yep. you know that's i true. also think that france is going to destroy morocco and that's minus wow. 190 so you could even parlay those if you want
2: mm, there we go i love it so that's our drafting sportsbook pick of the week what else do we have
1: we also have to talk about our friends over at Sports Fan. Mm. Um
0: we actually stopped into Sports Fan.
1: They uh, they had a whole bunch of deals going on. Yeah, it's kind of crazy.
0: Yep. Like
1: buy two hats, get the third for free.
0: Buy one jersey, get the next one 75% off. Yep. yep. What a perfect thing for it to knock
2: a few couple Christmas gifts off a- the list. Yeah, you
0: could do the the yeah. old get one for you, one for me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And
1: so I think that one they said it doesn't apply to Nuggets and Avs jerseys because people want them because they're so good. Right. It kinda. applies to all the non Denver teams, and also at least as of Saturday, to the Broncos. Maybe this week changed their mind, and like there's there's some energy. I would imagine those Bronco jerseys, and they've got good ones too. They've got like the 2006 Champ Bailey jersey.
0: Mm. They even have like the collar right and all oh, that. And wow. it, it looks so good. We've got a Steve Atwater yep. in there. Floyd Little. Yep.
1: Oh yeah, bunch of different Elways, of course. All the different Elways. There's so much good stuff in there. Um, you should go check it out. There were some other good ones. I can't remember what they are. Um, but then, of course, they've got like the socks with Russell Wilson's face on, if that's the kind of thing you're into. <laughs> they've got uh, just about anything you could look for. You can't find a lot of that stuff anywhere else. Uh, so head on in. There's two on the 16th Street Mall. There's one in the parking lot of our uh, – or no, we're in the parking lot of for the tailgate of their sports fan store on Federal, also down south at the Park Meadows Mall. Uh, it's great stuff, so go check it out.
0: Jose says Croatia made the the uh, the final of the last World Cup. They're not Cinderellas. They still had to m- have some pretty good <laughs> big upsets. to get here. Uh, They're just a good Cinderella, like uh, like Butler. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. they did it multiple times.
2: Yeah, that's okay. that's true. You could be a Cinderella back to back years. Of course. Yeah.
0: Um. By the way, on sports fan, uh, I always you know, hmm. give the owner over their shit because they don't have any buffs gear in there. And <laughs> Has that changed? I told him, I'm like, I bet you guys have some buffs
2: gear coming in now. And he's like, we do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah, not surprising. Speaking of buffs gear, it's a pretty oh, yeah. nice shirt. Oh, prime, prime shirt on. Man, I know. can't believe the quick turnaround on those. That's
0: how we roll these days. That's amazing. Wow. You know? Yep. It actually was a really quick turnaround in terms of
2: getting them in stock. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been eight days since he's officially been announced. It feels like way longer than that. Does best eight days. <laughs> <laughs> yep, definitely. Check out the DNVR locker for Christmas gifts. Someone well. like
0: tagged me in a thing. Like I guess like the guy who's coming from Alabama to be our defensive coordinator was like still at Alabama this weekend, like recruiting or something. They're like, how do you feel about this? And I was like. Bro, I literally cannot be bothered by anything oh, right now.
2: No. <laughs> I mean, the the fact is, he's asking about an Alabama co-defensive coordinator to coming to be your defensive coordinator. Right. That's that's yep. good right there.
0: I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm gonna be fine. We got <laughs> multiple commits this weekend. A yeah. four-star running back who runs a four-three. Like, yeah, just can't be upset about things. Yeah, yeah. Dion's having a good
2: week, isn't he? Yes, yes he is. <laughs>
0: um, all right, is that are we good? We're good. All right, yep. let's get on to uh, the super chats here. With a big one Ooh, from our guy hell. Evan. Who said? Can you make that a little bigger? Or can you guys see it? Uh, no. oh, there, there we, we go. go. Hey. Uh, the the once clogged touchdown faucet wow. was a liberal dosage of Drano. Was given a liberal dosage of Drano, uh, kind of like that scene in Forty Year Old Virgin. Never mind. I won't go there. Uh, just that. happy to be. Uh, just happy to be happy about mm. Russ and the team. Cheers guys. Thanks for the very generous super chat Evan.
2: Yes, thank you Evan. And I mean that's kind of how I feel. I know this is not a victory Monday. Last night was not a true winners post game lounge, but it just it it feels good because the standards yeah. have changed so much. <laughs> over crazy. the over the past many years and specifically uh crazy enough this year they've changed so much mm-hmm. where this one just it was fun. Yeah. Like the Broncos were bad yesterday at stretches but then they made it fun too. They weren't mm-hmm. the combination of bad and boring that we're so used to.
1: When's the last time Broncos fans were this happy after a loss? This that. might be the the new high. It's possible it's never happened before.
2: You would you would have to look in the past 7 years because I guarantee it wasn't before that because yeah. the standards were just so high. Yes.
0: There wasn't like a crazy Drew Lock game where they lost, where he
2: like no. threw for a bunch of yards or anything. No, because the two really good games he had was Houston and they won, and the Panthers and they won. Yep. Yeah. This is probably this the is happiest
1: it. Broncos fans have ever been Great after point. a loss.
2: Yep.
0: Yep. And like, I still have some people who are like feigning, um, like just being so mad in my mentions, and I'm just like, you're not actually this mad. I know you aren't. <laughs> oh, you're, really? You're faking. They might this. be. I mean, again, they lost. Yeah, like they lost. It doesn't matter. It's all about how it felt. And let's say
2: they got it's up. Bad,
1: they lost. Let's say they it got didn't. up. Twenty. They lost and it
0: felt good.
2: Huh. If they would have got up twenty-seven to zero and then lost thirty-four to twenty-seven yes. or thirty-four to twenty-eight, then it would be like it. You wouldn't be feeling as good. But they had the comeback. Yep. And so it didn't end mm-hmm. as what the, how they wanted, but it was still twenty-eight to seven run to end the game.
0: They saved us from the most embarrassing loss in Broncos history. They did. (laughs) It was going to be something insane.
1: Patrick Mahomes imploded.
0: No. Which is fun to see. Oh, Josie. Well, I was going to say, I want to give credit to Josie.
2: Yeah, he he caught those balls. (gasps) That second one was
1: a really great catch.
2: Both of them were. were. They were both way away from his body. Those would have been great catches for a wide receiver. Yes. Uh, And Josie Jewell made those. If a wide
1: receiver dropped those, people would be
2: upset. Yes, but... I think it was like that Jerry Judy one on the slant that he had earlier yes, in the game. He a was lot like really that. reached out, and, yep. and that was a good catch by exactly. Jerry. Now, if it would it have was. gone through his hands, we would have said, well, it went right through his hands. He should have caught. it Again,
0: him. Jerry? Yeah. Yeah, but it was still a good yep. catch. And Pat's was even more inter- uh, oh,
2: insane. Oh, yes. my gosh.
0: <laughs> Just the diving, pin it. Um, yeah, yep. That was good stuff. It
2: was. It was. It was going to be 50-something to zero. Probably. And, and the thing was, you, if the Broncos don't score, you could have seen Chad Henney come out as the chief starting quarterback for the entire second half 34, zero. Yeah. How embarrassing would that be? So that's why I feel good. They <laughs> saved us from yep, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Me too. Me too. All right. Should we hop into the comment section? Let's do it. First one coming in from Nash Bronco says, hi fellas. I haven't listened to yesterday's pod yet, but I wanted to say that before I ended up on freezing cold takes, I was wrong about Jerry Judy. I was completely <laughs> out on him and seeing him build upon the last couple of weeks has been really cool. Hopefully we can continue as it seems his chemistry with Russ is really good. I couldn't watch the game yesterday. I was driving and listening to it on the radio. So that was quite the experience. Hopefully Russ is okay because man, he looked good and the whole team responded in ways we haven't really seen this season. And that was not the first one. I just actually randomly started with a random one. So that's That's my bad. But um, yeah, Nash, Nash Bronco. I mean, Jerry Judy, while he had the three touchdowns yesterday, one of the things I've been so impressed with him about this year is just the consistency. We haven't seen the super low lows. Now, before yesterday, we hadn't seen the super high highs outside of the first week against Seattle, but the consistency is there, and that that's encouraging for him as an all-around receiver.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the one thing he's going to have to figure out is catching the ball away from his body more consistently mm-hmm. um, and then just winning some of those contested balls. Just um, any I'm not going to expect him to be a guy who like takes a shot across the middle and holds on to the ball, but just like, you know, we've seen him obviously moss the dude against the Jets in his rookie season. Yeah, doesn't have to be that aggressive. Mm -hmm. Just like being able to throw it to him when he's covered and he uses his body to like haul it in.
2: But he says, Ryan, I'm never covered.
0: Well, then throw to him. (laughs) (laughs) Next one's from Bigwood54 says, "What a game! I think that would have been worthy of prime time." Uh, It was so relieving to see Russ out there being mobile and looking like his old self that we remember and love. He played his heart out and proved that he wants uh, this on his last play of the game. Uh, I do think if he would have gotten hurt, we would have pulled through in the end. Our boys wanted it more than they did, and we had the momentum. Russ going down definitely hurt. Even with the loss, I once again had a wonderful time meeting RK and Numbies. Sorry, Hank, I didn't get to meet you. Mm. You guys throw a hell of a tailgate and a great time back at the bar off the bus. If anyone is listening and is debating on if they should spend the extra money to do the all-in passes, do it. Such a wonderful time meeting amazing people. P.S. Thank you, Shannon, and your fiancé for the Breck Brew and a new friendship I made at the bar. Love that. Uh, I can't wait to see what this team can be once they become healthy. Thank you again. See you in January to let the Chargers know we still own
2: them. Ch- I mean, chills from that comment. I absolutely yeah. love it. That's what we're all about, and love to hear that you had a good time, Big Wood.
0: Yep, I, it's so cool. Uh, and this happens every time. Like uh, the next com- one of the next commenters from, uh, and maybe I'll just let him say it in his words. But like, just the the way people come out and make friends. Like, there's people that I saw meet at the tailgate that are sitting at the same table at the bar when they come back after they get off the bus. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's too cool. It is way too cool. Dan Burke says, Hey guys, couple things. One, what's been your impression of Mathis these past few weeks? I think he's looked really good out there and I'm feeling more comfortable about him as the cornerback two option moving forward. We'll just hit on that really quick. Yeah. He's your CB two next year.
1: He is. And it's the, I don't know. I can't even say the tackling because he has missed, he missed Mm -hmm. another tackle again yesterday. That's an issue. But the hits, yeah, he gives you hits now, he's which a, is
2: a fun development. He's a willing tackler. Yep. In and fact, at one point in the game, it was when Damari yeah. shoved the guy out of bounds really hard. Um, Hank, Hank goes, "Wow, you don't see Kareem make those type of hits anymore." And I said. Well, yeah, you don't because that was Damari. and he goes, "Wow, <laughs> well, I thought that, that was Demari." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. There
0: was uh, there's two times in the game that I thought it was Kareem and it was Demari.
2: Yeah, pa- the yeah. Pacheco
0: hit on the stick
1: yes. sticks.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and the thing the thing about it is he still isn't a perfect tackler cuz he still missed the tackle yesterday, but he's willing and that's just yep. so huge Step from the corner one. position.
1: Like yeah. and good players just make plays where you're like, "Oh, wow," you know? Yeah. And if the interceptions aren't there and you know, like there's it could have been a pass interference in the end zone. He was able to turn his head around, and yeah. that got him the benefit of the doubt. He's and, turned you know, more
0: than Sauce Gardner. Yeah, he, yeah, oh <laughs> he, he, he
1: had like his arm on the receiver's arm, but like he pulled it away at the last second, and he's kind of not making contact and kind of pretending he was trying to look for the ball. He did just enough to get not called for that pass interference. That's a step in the right direction from where he was at the beginning of
2: the season. Growth. Probably another thank you note that the Broncos should send to that that officiating crew. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, Just I, like with the I know that duty. wasn't pass <laughs> interference. It wasn't. It wasn't. But it was, just close. It was close. It could have been. And yeah,
1: yeah. You can't trust a ref to not throw that flag. Right. Sure.
2: Exactly. Number two, he says. I think RK touched on it the other day, but are are you concerned about Simmons' performance lately? The missed tackles has been an issue, and generally that's associated with the players aging. Simmons will be thirty next season, and I'm wondering if his game isn't aging as well as we thought it might.
1: I'm not concerned about Simmons. I think, like, I'm confident that he is going to be a fringe Pro Bowl player. You know, I was hoping to be saying, wow, look, it's one of the best safeties in the league. Like, he's going to be an all-pro, all that sort of stuff. He hasn't been that guy. Um, He probably won't go to the Pro Bowl, and I really can't argue with it. And, And I couldn't argue with it even if he hadn't missed five games or whatever it was. It's... It's disappointing, but it's not like he's a a hole. You know, it's not like you're giving money to a bad player.
0: Yeah, it's tough on that third down. It's just like one of those ones late in the game. Yeah, It's a great throw and a great play by uh, Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes and also a great design, right? You bring in the two um, Mm -hmm. digs and then you run that uh, corner route from the Mm -hmm. inside. But that's just one where it's just like, man, I just wish he was able to jump it like, it's a difficult play to defend for sure. Yep. Just one where you're like, man, I, my all-pro safety, I just want him to go out of the box a little bit and make a great
2: play in that moment. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where Justin's been this year. Yep. Is he's not a whole, He he's not a big liability. He's a really good player still, but the all-pro level... Haven't seen it this year.
3: Yep.
0: Next one's from Briz, Briz baby. This one is awesome. Hey guys, I can't overstate how much fun my first DNVR game day experiences were. I was nervous arriving by myself, but within yeah. seconds of getting to the bar, I met a guy in a full Broncos onesie <laughs> and I knew this is where <laughs> I belong.
3: It's our the, guy.
0: the bar was incredible. The fellow DNVR and Broncos fans were awesome. And the tailgate was a full on party, but the highlight was definitely meeting you guys. It was such a pleasure to meet you there. Being able to talk Broncos and share a bit about my story was awesome. They say, don't meet your heroes. Well, guess what? I did, and it was sick. Uh, It was also cool to meet RG and Jake as well. In that game, I was ready to watch a bad and boring Broncos loss, but to be able to watch 60 minutes of competitive football with three Jerry Judy TDs right in front of me was incredible. I just want to give a quick shout-out to my new DNVR family, Sean, Declan, and Cole. DNVR creates such an authentic community where fellow fans can meet for the first time and become lifelong friends. Fellas, I truly thank you. For making my trip to Denver everything I dreamed it would be, Briz Baby. Too
2: too cool, and (laughs) I know seriously. I mean, talk about chills, Briz Baby. It was so cool to meet you, and like I said, he 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 said this multiple times yesterday. He's like, no, I had to make the trip down to Denver Mm -hmm. when I'm up when I when I'm around here, and I did it by myself, and it's been awesome, and that just shows. The awesome community that we have and it was such a pleasure to meet you and yeah mm-hmm. shout out to Cole Declan Sean so many other people that were
3: here
0: yeah and it's one of like the founding principles especially of like the bar was like I want a place where if you're just a Denver sports fan and you want to watch the game with other Denver sports fans like you don't need a crew you right. could you could yep. show up here on any night and if there's an open seat at a table I bet at least 99% of the time if you said, "Hey, do you guys mind if I sit with you and watch the game?" Right. you'd get a yes. Right. Um and seeing like the those guys bond and like that was exactly what I was talking about when they came back yep. to the bar, they're all sitting at the same table. It's like, "Yes, like yep. this is what it's all about."
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too too cool. And we like meeting you guys just as much as you like meeting us. So, um, when you see us at the tailgates, when you see us at the bar, please come up and say hi. Yep. Yep.
0: And they even saw, said they saw you at the Avs game
2: yeah Dang. yeah
1: but then they didn't say hi
0: yeah
2: so we good.
1: worked hi. out we saw him at the tailgate
2: <laughs> and last one i believe coming in from broncos only says the broncos offensive line backups as a unit should be called the human spaghetti strainers <laughs> what because they're just letting humans through uh, yeah. but then what are they blocking
1: the spaghetti no, but not the water the spag-
2: oh you're right they're blocking the spaghetti but not the water wasn't that good I don't know.
1: Depends on if Chris Jones is spaghetti or
0: water. And he was
1: water Unless last night. Unless he's water. <laughs> he was definitely water. But what,
2: is water you. taking you down or spaghetti? Uh,
0: I don't know. I'm telling you, they that was a impressive effort from those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh,
2: you know what? I'll uh, go I'll go effort with you. Sure. Uh, effort.
1: There, that last series. They
0: succeeded on several plays. <laughs> right,
2: right. And that's kind of the uh, the bad thing about being an offensive lineman. You play 95% well, which they didn't. But you play 95% well, you still have a bad game if you give up two sacks. I guess, yeah. I was expecting 12% well. And it was like maybe 60. So what is it? Low expectations make for nice rewards? Star Wars. (laughs) Star Wars. So that's what they had. Freaking low expectations. Did you see when I quote tweeted
0: you with that yesterday? No, no. You said like, do you believe in miracles oh, or something yeah, like yeah. that? And I quote to me, and I said, hope is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. And someone uh, responded to me and was like, I don't think that's quite right. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, that's too
2: uh, good. I'm going to have to find that. <laughs> all right. There was
1: that one Wattenberg series, though. His, I think it was his last one. I haven't gotten in the next one yet. But first play, it's like this zone run. So he and Glasgow are supposed to like double team this guy and get to the next level. Glasgow like shoves the defender to Wattenberg. He just runs right by him. And and then goes and blocks the linebacker, and you're like, okay, rookie, things happen. Next play, Chris Jones lines up against him. Chris Jones just manhandles him at the line of scrimmage, stands there for like two seconds, then the running back gets there, tosses him to the side, (laughs) makes the tackle. And the third play, put Chris Jones on him again, wonder why. Chris Jones just tosses him to the side, runs in for an easy sack. And it's like, oh, three, three and out, all Luke Wattenberg.
2: We didn't see him again. Thankfully. Uh, I mean, I don't don't know how they chose Wattenberg over Muti. Um, I don't either. Uh, Especially going against Chris Jones. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And, you know, I won't um, put the person who said this, but someone in our Slack said Chris Jones just made him look like a small child. And I didn't mean this in a mean way, but (laughs) I was like, he kind of is a small child. He's an undersized rookie. Yeah. Like, in terms of the
2: NFL field, he's a small child. Yeah. The, The interesting thing, too, is he's like 26 years old. Or twenty four. He's twenty five 25 now. He's okay. he's twenty five. Old
0: Garrett Bowles, twenty five year old rookie. Yeah, yeah. So I
2: mean, in terms of like, it's just an, it makes it kind of an interesting draft pick. But it he
0: does. was undersized from the start. Yeah, he was. Yep, he was. And he, he it was always said to be a project. And yeah. obviously, the Broncos didn't want to play him. They mm-hmm. probably still shouldn't have. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like, again, like project means give him some run in the last couple games of the season. See what happens. I'm curious. Maybe, I no, we saw, maybe we saw. next year. Maybe yeah, we next saw. year. We him saw. Him don't we see, see what
0: happens against Chris Jones. No. Yeah. That's Bad a tough time to See experiment. what happens against like, some thing, other team's version of
1: Deshaun Williams. The, but the thing right. is, it w- it wasn't Chris Jones until that point. It was Josh Kando who beat him and forced like Russ to step up. And then a couple plays later, it was Mike Dana who beat him for a sack. And those are both – no, those are the first two drives. Then you get into the Chris Jones drive when the Chiefs are like, so wait. These guys are doing this to Luke Wattenberg. What happens if we put Chris Chris Jones on
0: Luke Wattenberg? Chris Jones (laughs) is probably like, get the hell out of here. I'm taking that (laughs) match I'm
2: going right there. And you know the pain about an offensive lineman? It's not like you see Chris Jones line up over you. And Wadenberg can just be like, hey, Moody, let's switch really quick. Or, yeah, or, or, or exactly. not, not Moody, oh, uh, minors, let's switch. They uh, honestly should. <laughs> yeah, they, that would be they, amazing. They a Switch, false, switch. A, 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 rotate, rotate. Uh, yeah, an offensive lineman follows uh. a guy throughout the entire game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't overthink <laughs> it. Just don't let that matchup happen. Oh, man, oh. Someone's going to do that eventually. But but the thing is. I'd, I would be in for it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Chris
1: Jones is just going to. Right back, that's
2: true. Oh, they had to make a right rule before the snap. You just keep ro- rotating. Exactly. <laughs> there's a
0: because they had to make a rule in baseball because this, because uh, like a switch hitter once went against a switch pitcher. Uh and they just kept flipping. Oh. Uh, and I believe it's the the pitcher could only like switch once. Mm. Mm. Okay. So there's some rule about that, so huh. they'd have
2: to make a rule about that in the NFL. It'd <laughs> probably be the offensive lineman can only switch once, yeah, 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 or you just
1: you can't switch.
0: <laughs> and then you're in the same spot instead of switching and then they switch and then I would they, yeah, definitely switch until they told me I couldn't do that right, anymore. Yep. Uh, last one here I believe from Dweener who says uh, can confirm vibes were great at the tailgate yes. yesterday shout out to Jackson and Chris again another someone who made squad. friends uh, also grateful that the Broncos exceeded low expectations fought hard and gave us something to cheer for followed this up with a great meal at the DNVR bar then things took a turn Solely based on Henry's recommendation, <laughs> decided to explore Ma- Meow Wolf, wild and unique experience <laughs> that I was totally in on. Hey. Fun way to cap off the night. Awesome was meeting you all uh, and looking forward to the next time I can make it out, Dalton.
3: Yeah.
1: Again, this it was like a very like mild recommendation too. Yeah, it it was wasn't like, like hey. bro, you've got to get out there. <laughs> you've got to see Meow Wolf. It was like, yeah, I mean, like you got a couple hours left in the night, like.
0: I think I was the one who finally pushed him over the line. I was like, like, you you should just just do do it. it. You're only, you know, you're in Denver. Go do something
2: weird and unique. That's why I'm surprised that Henry's getting the credit for the (laughs) recommendation because I was there for the quote-unquote recommendation. (laughs) Um, And it was like, uh, I I feel like you didn't sway him at all. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. You're like, well, if it's your thing, you should go. And he's like, well, I don't know if it's my thing. I was like, just send it What are the other options then? Man, he did it all.
0: Yeah, (laughs) He did. By the way crazy coincidence that he was at the tailgate yesterday because he famously sent us this mac and cheese
3: mm. oh back i didn't in realize like, that was him yes yeah yep. back in okay. like
0: 2018 yeah uh maybe 2019 yeah and it was so good it was good and so one of our friends is pregnant and <laughs> she recently told me like the only thing that ever sounds good to me is mac and cheese i just want mac and cheese all the time and i was like there is this amazing mac and cheese that I will, I got to get you. And I searched and I searched and I was like what was this stuff called? Completely struck out. Yeah. Could mm-hmm. not find it. This was like last week, mid last week. Wow. Sunday, show up, meet Dalton and just like in mid conversation he's like, "Yeah, remember when I sent you that mac and cheese?" I was like, "No <laughs> way. What is it <laughs> called?" So now was I'm advertising. Um yeah, Brazians?
2: Okay, Brazians. There we go. Um, it's it, an East Coast thing, right?
0: It's yeah, it's definitely not from here. They started as a spice company, then they just started putting their spices in mac and cheese wow. mix. And it yep. slaps. It's really good. Is it spicy? It can be. Oh
1: what, wait, real
0: spicy? Ah, uh, no. There we go.
1: There <laughs> we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, like there's a Chipotle spicy one which has a little bit of
3: spice yeah, to uh-huh. it.
0: They're all amazing. So uh what it was a crazy coincidence. And uh Now our friend's going to get a nice big package of amazing mac and cheese. Oh,
2: man, I love it. And it was so awesome to meet everyone there last night. Just got to say it again. Really
0: was. And this was a great pod. It was. Uh, Appreciate everyone who left their experiences in there and all the great commenters, those of you who uh, tuned in on YouTube. That is going to wrap it up for us today. We'll catch you tomorrow on the DNVR Broncos podcast.